Welcome to the Dad Fluent Podcast, a show where we talk about all things from a dad's perspective with your host, Chris and Ryan. And welcome into another episode of the Dad Fluent Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, along with my host, Ryan. How are you doing tonight, Ryan? I'm doing well. Doing well. Awesome. And you can find us on Twitter at DadFluent. You can find myself at DadFluentChris. And you can find Ryan at DadFluentRyan. You can also join our Discord where you can talk about any of the discussions that we go on uh, about on our show uh, in the show notes on uh, anywhere that you're listening to the podcast. So, Ryan. Yes. a A lot of happenings lately. I know. There is. <laughs> I got over the plague a while ago. I had another little scare recently, and you were with you. You witnessed that, right? Well, well, kind of. Kind of. I didn't. I wasn't actually there witnessing uh, the catastrophe that was your illness, but yes, uh, yes, we were playing a an online D and D campaign, and you had to continually leave. Yes, yes, I have never been so happy in my life to have food poisoning. <laughs> uh, that I. I I could see why you would say that. I mean, yes, it could be so many things that are worse mm-hmm. than that. Um, I will say, sugar-free gummy bears is still a lot worse than yeah, what I. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. Yeah, the they don't warn you about the pain, and if you guys are looking for something fun to read with your families, go on Amazon and look up whatever like sugar-free gummy bears. It doesn't have to be the Haribo kind. Uh, but if you look them up, there are some fun reviews that you can read with your family. Uh, pre-censor them a little bit. Have the adults read. Don't have the kids read them. Yeah, um, yeah. But they definitely mess up your system. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> they explain what happens if you eat too many. Yeah. It's, but- it's not good. I think you and I have both uh, dealt with that. Mm-hmm. experience <laughs> yeah i remember when i did it my wife was uh she felt bad and she's like oh can i get you anything blah 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 and then one of my friends who i'm not gonna i know they listen to the show uh <laughs> happened to mention to her that i was doing the gummy bear challenge uh, and she went from caring to, you did this to yourself. <laughs> it's true. It's true, though. So I, mean... <laughs> I, I was enjoying the, um, the, the, sympathy. The, the sympathy and the nurturing <laughs> while I was uh, experiencing a time of my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, sugar-free gummy bears were a thing. Uh and but I, but ultimately, you were dealing with food poisoning, correct? Yeah, my uh, my kids, my daughter, uh, they get free lunches at their school locally here, even during the summer. Um, 
anyone that goes and my son's in summer school so it's like oh well since we're picking him up we'll pick up a lunch uh he that week it was pizza and my daughter was like it tastes gross i don't want it and my wife was like well she's probably just picky do you want it and i said sure i took one bite and i said yeah um she's right it is gross but <laughs> being the 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 dumpster the garbage disposal of the family that i am uh so most dads typically are yeah i don't uh, <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong are you the same way where like i leftovers and everything else you're it's like your duty to eat the leftovers before yeah, they go back yeah that's exactly that's exactly what it is and i mean there's times where like when we go out for ice cream i don't even bother ordering one for myself because mm-hmm. i know i'm going to be stuck eating superman ice cream at least at least two of my kids and probably part of my wife's mhm so when it comes to my youngest, um, I I explain to him which kind of ice cream he wants. <laughs> oh, I don't so really let him pick. <laughs> you've weaned him off of the Superman. Oh, uh, he I did the Superman the one time. Okay. And then I didn't like it, so I started picking for him what I wanted because I knew he'd take about three three scoops and then he'd call it good. So, oh, man. but yeah, I think that I think that's the dad thing is you kind of get the. Up here's what the kids didn't eat. Mm-hmm. Finish this. Yeah, and there's some school stuff that I I will not touch. Like I look at it and I'm just eh, no the maybe the dogs, but even that that's that's bad for them. Um, but yeah, I got sick off of cafeteria pizza. Uh, if they're not bringing sickness home with them, uh, they're bringing food home that will make you sick. So yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> Um, so how have things been in your family? Like now that your kids are out of their daycares and their, uh, school and whatnot, are they bringing anything Um, home or? Well, my, my youngest, it's not really illness, but he's going through teething, which is as bad as illness. Like Mm -hmm. you'd, you'd rather him be sick than have to go through that pain. I mean, we've talked to doctors and they even say, there's a reason you don't remember that stuff. Like. The the average adult wouldn't be able to handle the pain of teething. Mm-hmm. Well, um, do you do you uh, have you tried any of the old wives' tale stuff, like the rubbing of rum or alcohol? On I the, haven't. So on their gums and stuff. No, yeah. I haven't done that. So no. I I will tell you. I was told I was not allowed to do it, but one night. When I I was exhausted because my daughter was just going crazy, <laughs> uh, I did it with some uh, some uh, Bacardi white rum that we had. <laughs> so <laughs> she got some she got some high tear rum. Uh, I rubbed it on her gums and it settled her down for the night. And I was like, "Wow, okay, I I, I got a full night's sleep." So. I would say maybe try that, but <laughs> maybe don't not uh what's not dad advice. <laughs> we just we just give him a little bit of Motrin and he's yeah. usually pretty good. It's just and then of course my oldest is now going through a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when I was 
growing up just sore and achy and you just didn't understand why your body hurt all yeah. the time growing now pain. now and now my body hurts all the time but that's for other reasons yeah um but the the worst thing that we've had i mean we dealt with the covid we had the whole family was sick with covid a couple months ago mm-hmm. um what's that and we all got through that i'm the one who got hit the hardest Wait, nobody else really had any symptoms. I'm the one who was like out for days. Now you didn't get that from me, did you? No, no, I did okay. not get that from the trip that you were here. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> but what got us actually, and I know this is gonna kind of segue into something we're gonna talk about later. But we went mm-hmm. to one of the local town festivals okay. <clears throat> that they do for you know, like Fourth of July, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um around i don't know what it's like there i know my brother who lives in california they go to a couple little festivals around fourth of july yeah but here every town every town has their own little festival yeah and so we're outside all day and for about two days all of us just felt miserable and i think we actually got um i think it's called called sun poisoning it's basically the equivalent of a sunburn Mm mm-hmm but your whole body just can't adapt. And I think the fact that we went from not doing anything outside to yeah. <laughs> uh, like the hottest days being outside. I mean, it could have also been just dehydration and stuff like that. But for like two days, like the whole family was just wiped out. Um, We had fun at the, I mean, granted, you know, it was one of those spend sixty dollars and wait forty five minutes to get like five hot dogs, and oh, no. you're just like, is this really worth it? Yeah. But the kids had a good time. Uh, we have another one actually coming up here. Oh, there you uh, go. I was gonna say, telling my parents that my parents grew up in the li- tiny, tiny little town of like sixty people, mm-hmm. but it's like a thousand plus people show up to this little festival that they host and it's a lot of fun you know the parade the i mean it starts off with a polka mass it's a very very polish uh town (laughs) so they have the polka mass and the the parade and all that stuff after growing up with weird al i'm all for polka so <laughs> you know and, and and then i mean it, it's literally like you have the mat the the church mass with the polka band mm-hmm. during the parade the polka band leaves from mass and gets on a float so at one point you actually hear the polka band during the parade mm-hmm. then they go to the little uh town hall the park where the where the stuff is and they play music there for dancing for like the whole afternoon so i mean there's literally polka music all day long in, um in my messed but, up dad mind i just imagine them slowly walking out in the mid middle of the song and walk up a ramp onto a float and continue playing the entire time until they get to the park just don't stop yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah um but it's it's well the heat it's basically trying to. Uh, we've been sick yeah. from the heat lately, but yeah. I, oh well, we got enjoy sunburn and really bad this weekend. It was like a hundred and five, hundred seven, uh, and mm-hmm. we went swimming. And I'll tell you what, like the you can preach all you want about the spray on sunscreen. I feel like that doesn't do jack diddle. Uh, the, the heat with that though. 
what kind do you use? That's what it comes down to, mm-hmm. because you have to get the waterproof. You have okay. to get the waterproof spray on suntan lotion, because you start sweating and it's gone. Yeah, I think we got the waterproof, because we were swimming with it too, but maybe we didn't. But to me, I'm maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I like the the lotion kind. Lather it off. Yeah, like sink it into my pores. <laughs> if I can't see the white on your skin, I didn't put enough on. <laughs> I want the the kids to look like they have leprosy at that point. Because uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, they need to be solid white. Um, but yeah, now we're all sunburned. Um, I know my kids and my wife are going up to the in laws for Fourth of July. Uh, and I'm staying here. They're gonna have a little firework extravaganza. They're doing some of your activities that you picked in our um, previous show oh, or okay. a couple yep. ago. They're gonna be doing some s'mores and other activities. Go swimming, maybe. Um, wow. But what's it like up there for you guys? Is there any restrictions on fireworks? Yes, I mean like the typical restrictions, you know. But, um, there's all, I mean, it's one of those things where there's little towns everywhere around here. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, there's fireworks shows to watch wherever you go, where I I used to live in a city, like I lived just off the Mississippi river Mm -hmm. and literally every park that was along the Mississippi river, they were just packed with people because there's like three or four spots down the river through the city that would shoot off fireworks, like big shows. Um, but this year, I actually, the, the tiny, 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 tiny little town right next to us where we go for ice cream is doing a little fireworks show. Um, so I got the kids a pool, and then the wife and I, uh, just one of those blow-up hot tubs, and I got those set up, and I think 4th of July, we're just going to grill out, sit in the pool... <laughs> And hot tub for the day, and when fireworks start, just stay in the pool in the hot tub and have a nice view of where town is. Uh, there's actually a gap in all of our trees, and watch fireworks. Yep, and hopefully uh, the no mosquitoes will be a thing. As long as you're in the pool, they'll usually stay away. There you, you go. Know, if you're in the water, mosquitoes don't really bother you too much. I feel like that's only partially true, because don't they breed in the water or lay their eggs they do but it's not like they swim through the water to bite you I don't like know. your head yeah every once in a while but <laughs> like do 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 you just see a bunch of <laughs> some we're actually stuff. we're more to the point now the horse flies have oh, been yeah. coming out and so that's been the the annoying thing right now is yeah. working in the garden you have those flies around your head constantly yeah i bet but yeah, my uh, my kids are excited for the sparklers. Uh, I'm hoping my daughter has gotten better because last time at New Year's, she decided, she said to her bubba, she said, uh, I'm going to burn you. <laughs> and she chased him with the sparklers. So that was the thing. Oh, that's funny. So out of curiosity, when you grew up, every everyone had... Everyone had their favorite, their favorite uh, uh, firework, you know. 
and there was one firework that I always um, remember doing, and it's the dumbest, dumbest firework. And of course, you know, there's the sparklers, the the classic Fourth of July firework that everyone knows how to do. But then there was a firework that I remember the most, and that is, do you remember the snakes? Oh, yeah. The little pellets <laughs> that you would light on fire, <laughs> and they'd grow, and that was it. That was <laughs> and I was absolutely fascinated by those things. My dad would always have to pick some up, and he's like, I don't know why you like these. And I was like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, you... of course, as you got older, Roman candles were the thing to do. Yeah. Did you ever feel like the snakes like were more exciting when we were younger, or is it just they're getting weaker? Um, I think it was just as kids we, you know, to see a little tablet and you touch it with fire and it grows like that. I think just as kids that was just uh, mm-hmm. how does that how does that work? <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, things getting bigger and using fire. I mean, you do those two things and every kid is like, that's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> I, I've i grown fond of the Piccolo Pete's lately just because of how much people dislike them. Oh, oh. <laughs> those are mis- If you guys don't know what the Piccolo Pete's are, those are the ones with the super high-pitched screeching as they shoot into the air. Yep. Yeah, I I know. Oh, those are I I just I just despise those. Also, the the ones known as uh, playing D and D on your anniversary. <laughs> Sorry, I had to had to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, Fourth of July, we'll uh, we'll probably have some stories coming back in the, our next episode here. So uh, we'll definitely have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, let's get into our questions. Of the week, we've got a few this time. Um, we do, and one of them ties in with the uh, uh, the plague. In light of the plague, that uh, plague you mean COVID nineteen, correct? Yes. Okay. The, okay. The, the COVID nineteen. <laughs> uh, would you rather lose your taste forever or your smell forever? Now, when I first read this, it's it's kind of a a rough question because a lot of your taste comes from smell. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people talk about how much they like the taste of coffee, it's you actually like the smell of coffee because your taste you only have those couple ta- you know the couple types of taste you have, which is the salty, the sweet, uh, the bitter. The sour, the umami. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's literally all you taste. It's the smell that makes it what you think it is. So yeah. that's the first thing I read as I read it. But um, there are some disadvantages for not having smells. Do you want me to kind of bring some of those to light? Definitely, yeah. All right. So think about <laughs> it this you, way. Because you can't smell. Yeah. Um, well, I can smell <laughs> when it's close up, but, um, or if it's really strong. Okay. Um, but if you hold something like far away, I, I, in general, I can't smell great. Um, 
so that's been fun trying to figure out if I had COVID or not. Uh, but one of the big things is your own body odor. If you can't smell at all, you can't tell unless you're physically sweating whether you stink or not. So you could be like prancing around la di da di da and everyone they're they're being as nice as they can in the office. They're they're talking to you, they're being your friend, but they are chattering about how lovely your personal body clone is. <laughs> and that's one of the biggest ones. There's also some safety concerns too. What if you have a gas leak? You wouldn't be yeah. able to smell it. That's true. Until it's too late. Um other things too is harmful chemicals. I work in a place where we deal with ammonia, which is very dangerous. Uh and one of the biggest ways is aside from the burning is there is a you know, a slight smell, something's off. But there's also other chemicals that we deal with that you can tell are strong and if you do smell them uh you got to turn away pretty fast. Take, take care of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so it's almost like a safety thing. What if you know you you're sitting there, how many times have you been sitting there in your home and saying, "Do you smell something burning?" Unfortunately, right? that's a, that's <laughs> a very common thing around my house. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I think one, the smell has the safety aspect. You know, taste doesn't really have that safe, safety aspect. True. But um, did you lose your taste when you had the play? No. Oh, okay. I so, can still taste stuff. It was, I, sh I didn't lose taste, mm -hmm. but it definitely seemed like my taste was lessened. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't taste as much. But I could still taste things. Yeah. Mine went all the way, but at first it almost made food taste sour. And <laughs> it was funny because I cooked steaks for everyone on Mother's Day. And the I'm sitting there chomping away and I'm like, Oh, does this does this steak taste good for you guys? And everyone else was like, Yeah, this is amazing. And I'm sitting there, and it's like a sour, bad steak, and you know I'm chomping away, and I I lost my my taste pretty fast. All of a sudden, it just felt like I was just chewing on stuff, uh, which felt gross and made me not want to eat steak the entirety of my uh, <laughs> illness. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it it's tough because it's like, do you want to lose out on tasting amazing things? Or do you want to lose out on being able to smell yourself, to regulate yourself, and smell for safety, too? Now, and also, <laughs> you might not be able to do escape rooms if you can't smell. Oh, I... <laughs> we, we, did have, we did have that escape room that actually one of the puzzles was based off of smell. However, mm -hmm. you and I have hung out you know that I am a huge food person. Yep. Uh, if if you if those have have ever seen me know, I am a a larger man that enjoys his food. 
um, I would not be able to deal with not tasting <laughs> my food. Um, granted, that might help me lose some weight, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I say forget the safety. I want to taste my food. food. Get rid of the smell. <laughs> I'm getting rid of smell forever. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that when I was uh, affected by the illness, it felt like I was, the mentality was different. I ate to sustain myself. I didn't eat for pleasure. Yeah. And that was a really weird thing, like mindset to wrap myself, my mind around. Yeah. Um, but I love food. I think I'm right there with you. I want to taste food as well. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to go out and uh, whatever, I'll just load up on deodorant. And uh, if I if my house burns down, it burns down. <laughs> just bring a bring a what are they? The little birds that the the canaries. Yeah. So just carry a canary around with you. If it drops dead, you know you, something's going on. What if you get to so just always have a canary in a cage? <laughs> What if you get the dud canary? It's just like super <laughs> strong to everything. The, the canary that also can't smell anything. Yeah, it's just like uh, nothing's wrong here. There's little flames around it. We're good. This is fine. <laughs> this is fine. Yep. Uh, speaking of something that's not fine, here's our next question of the week. Which would you rather try to escape from in an empty field? That's empty in 200 yards in all directions. Okay? So, would you rather escape from a Jurassic Park Velociraptor or a Silverback Gorilla? Now, when you say an empty field, like, literally, it's empty. There's nothing in it. There's mean like a football field kind of and so okay. 200 yards would be two football fields in all directions mm-hmm. in all directions and uh, it's not the little tiny velociraptors no no these are the big like they're gonna murk you oh man well you can't go off a of speed because they're mm-hmm. both fast. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how fast gorillas actually are for as mm-hmm. big as they are and then also, there's two different ways you're going. The Velociraptor is either going to chomp you or claw you. The gorilla is probably just going to pound you. Yeah. And, and I don't know which one's worse. It, it's, more, it's not really would you rather try to escape. It's which way would you rather die Because <laughs> you're not getting away. From either yeah. one. The only thing is you can hope that the gorilla gets, like, is just like, Bored. eh, whatever, and mm-hmm. leaves you go. Yeah. Um, but what if it's the, like the, the plus side of gorillas? Yeah, you're, you're kind of in trouble no matter what. Velociraptor works more on a hunting, you know, they, they hiding in the, in the tall weeds and stuff like that, more of a stealth hunting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd be out of their element in the open, but again, they're fast. Yeah. I, I, on that one, I'd have to go with the gorilla just from the standpoint of either A, they don't chase you at all mm-hmm. and just leave you alone, or B, they, they, uh, hammer away on you for a while and then get bored and leave <laughs> you, you might be able to crawl away. 
Is that um, where our taste, <laughs> keeping our taste comes in handy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More padding. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Uh, a Velociraptor just seems like a bad time. I mean, you know, you know, uh, they are park an- uh, pack animals. Sorry, not park animals. Um, they all got out. Well, yeah, they, they uh, are par- they are park animal, a Jurassic Park animal. They, they're free now, though. <laughs> True. But uh, I feel like that's just going to claw and eat you up. I mean, we saw what the one did to the one dude on top of the cage in the first movie. Um, I think if a gorilla's coming at me. I'm going to roll up into a ball and I'm going to uh, do everything I can to look defenseless, including but not limited to expelling my bowels. Uh, so <laughs> I am going to hopefully do everything I can to deter this gorilla from even coming close to me. Maybe he didn't give up his smell forever. And so yeah. uh, he's going to have a very bad time. Yeah, Velociraptors just have a lot of sharp to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to deal with sharp. Yeah, I feel though like we're gonna have a lot of broken bones. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be no matter what. There's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of pain. Yeah, and they've got really sharp <laughs> teeth too. Uh, oh yeah, gorillas have very sharp teeth. Yeah. So either way, you're not looking for a fun time. No. Uh, but our next question here, it's kind of fun. You want to go ahead and read that one off? Uh, so would you rather be able to read people's minds at will or fly at a maximum of 20 feet of altitude? I think the key here with reading people's minds is at will. It's Mm -hmm. not just like random thoughts bombarding you. Yeah. 20 feet. I mean, yes, you get around places a lot faster. Mm-hmm. You're if you're in a big city, you still got to take the streets. Well, you <laughs> can you can fly above like everything still, like not necessarily. You could fly above all the cars and. Oh yeah, yeah, but you're trucks. still having to take streets and stuff. You know, you yeah. can't do Superman and go up above the city and look down and be like, "Oh, there's where I'm going to." Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm terrible with directions, so even with being able to fly, I'd still not be able to find my way to where I'm going. Yeah, but you got a phone. You'll be fine. So at least I could maybe read <laughs> someone's mind, and they could be like, hey, what is this idiot doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could be, you know, you can tell who's, who's a nice person and who's not and ask for directions. Yeah. I think if it was a certain, <laughs> like, I don't think speed is a factor, so you could probably go pretty fast at 20 feet altitude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you crashed, that would suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> reading people's minds can definitely would get you in trouble. I th- I think so. It just kind of depends. Like, do you want to be able to fly and commute to places easily if you wanted to at 20 feet in the air, just put like a mask or something on so people don't identify you <clears throat> or do you want to just know what everyone's thinking? Like, what's better, wondering if, if thinking that people like you in the office or knowing that they don't? That's easy for me because the people in my office l- tell me they don't like me, so <laughs> <laughs> it's go. not it's not a mind for me. So that's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather know what people are thinking around me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm one of those people that I, I, I definitely change my personality depending on who I'm around. Mm-hmm. And if I know that someone's bothered by the way I act, I'll, I'll adjust how I'm behaving mm-hmm. to make sure that I'd rather other people be comfortable with me around. Yeah. Um, flying like what altitude would it take for you to be able to say like okay flying like any altitude within with your own breathing apparatus yeah would you take flying just from the standpoint of um i probably still wouldn't Mm -hmm. because just for just me to fly Mm -hmm. i don't go anywhere you could like (laughs) Deliver packages super fast to people directly. I don't. I but that is more dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I don't can, know what they're thinking when I show up flying to their house. So, so imagine <laughs> this: you could be like Jason Stratham, and you could be the transporter. Like objects and people just hop on your back, and you fly them wherever you need, and you make tons uh, of money. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. No, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'd walk up to people and be like, "Man, wouldn't it be strange if someone just randomly was thinking of like the, all their credit card information right now?" And then I'd read their mind. <laughs> How many people actually memorize their credit <laughs> card? Information? <laughs> I used to know one of mine. I used to know one of my credit card numbers. I'm lucky enough to know and then they, the security and then they code on the back. <laughs> And then they changed. They sent me a new card with a different number, and now it's I gotta pull out the card every single time I use it. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Where That's I just okay. scan it. It's probably it's probably safer that way, anyhow. Exactly. Yeah, I think I would love to fly. I'm not gonna lie. Um, reading people's minds can be really dangerous and good at the same time. I think I'm gonna go with reading minds as well. Wow, did we go three for three? I think we, we matched went, each other three for three. We went three for three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think, just don't want to argue tonight. I think people got to submit some uh, more questionable, or not questionable, but um, what's the word? Uh, differing opinions on that, or something that would split us a little bit more on the decision. I'm trying to think of what would be something that we would drastically like have very different opinions on. Oh, I think we can find some. Well, we'll uh... do you do you enjoy Dark Souls? <laughs> there we go. That would be uh, an easy one. Elden Ring. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh, played it yet. Oh, it's fun. Uh, let's get into the what would dads do? Another fun scenario that we can explore today uh, with all y'all. In this week's What Would Dads Do? Here's the scenario. You just got to your hotel for a week-long vacation. When you open your bag, instead of all your belongings, you find $2 million in cash. What do you do? So it could be that it's... I'm assuming that it's a bag that looks just like yours. And it's not actually your bag. Be. Yeah. It would have to be because, I mean, otherwise. Yeah. Um, My so, first thing would be is, where's my stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm one of those people that 
my wife can pack and pack and pack. like she'll pack the entire house and we're going somewhere for a day mm-hmm. and always every single time there will be the one thing that we need and it's forgotten yeah and i'm that one that's always like don't forget this we need this this is the one thing we have to have and so for me not having what i packed would drive me nuts i'd be like oh two million whatever where's my stuff i need my stuff Mm-hmm. I know I had all my stuff there. I don't want to go buy stuff. I don't want to be running errands on my vacation. So would you like? Well, you have two million dollars in front of you. Would you? You could buy a bunch of stuff. Hypothetically, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go buy stuff. <laughs> you I'm could on vacation. Buy a second house. <laughs> but I'm on vacation. You don't get. You don't. Mm-hmm. I packed my stuff already. I've paid for the hotel. I'm here. I want to have a vacation. You want to go on that water slide without? We'll let future. We'll let future Ryan. We'll let future Ryan determine what's happening with the actual money. (laughs) But for now, I want a vacation. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, that's it is tough because that amount of money. That's a lot of I money. Would be, I, I'd be super <laughs> nervous. Like, yeah. why? Who is going to be coming after me? I think um, there's a few things that would make me nervous about that, too. Because normally you don't really pack anything that identifies you too much in your bag. But when they put the tags on now, the stickers, they have your first name and, like, most of your last name on there, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, so if they grabbed your bag, they might come find you. That would make me a little nervous. Oh, yeah, definitely. But if we said in the perfect world that that wasn't the case and it was your money free, I mean, there you go. Oh, that makes yeah, it easy. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you go to the airport right away to avoid any kind of like, like, oh no, they might come after me for two million? Or do you just I, sit on it and wait on it for your vacation? I would probably honestly return it. How fast? As soon as possible. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Because, like I said, I don't want any hitmen after me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get on with my vacation. And there's that slight, slight chance that if somebody doesn't claim it after so long... Then it's yours. Then it's yours. So, um, granted, I don't think if you so- <laughs> turned yeah. it into a, a random person at a at an airport uh, counter and said... Yeah, so here's my information, and nobody claims this. Can you make sure you let me know, and I'll come pick it up? I'm pretty sure no matter what, you are not getting that call. Yeah, you're not. (laughs) Especially if they're nosy and they pop it open. Yeah. (laughs) And then the worst part, though, is if you return it, and they do take the money at the airport, that other person that has your bag has your information and not the airport's information, so you're still on the hook. That's true. Oh, man. We just... 
We just became like spies in a cat and mouse situation. Here. We did. This sounds like a movie right here. This sounds like a great movie idea. <laughs> oh man! Do you know what? Cancel the podcast. We're going in. We're gonna go into filmmaking. We're we're gonna make a movie. All right. Well, we uh, <laughs> we could definitely do that. <laughs> Coming soon to a theater near you. A movie about someone with two million dollars that uh, no, we don't know what we're gonna do with. <laughs> yeah, I. It's hard because <clears throat> um, I think uh, one they wouldn't identify you other than your bag, but. Yeah, like, the right thing to do is to turn the money in. But I don't think I would hand it to anyone else. I would say, hey, I need to wait with this bag until the person that has my bag comes back. Cause you, you hold on to it and let them know that your bag is missing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I need my bag back. My bag's missing. This is my other bag. Don't Don't look at it. No. Don't worry about this one. It looks exactly like it. I, I want to. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that'd be the way to go is <laughs> go and let them know your bag is missing and you'd like to get contacted if it's brought in. But hold on to the other bag for security purposes <laughs> if you are approached. Uh, you're like, yeah, it's right here. Please take it and leave me alone. Yeah. All righty. So let's get into our pick three of the week then shall we are you ready for this one because uh i think we are gonna make a movie tonight <laughs> let's do it all right you have to cast the perfect action movie for today's audience your job is to pick a lead actor a supporting actor and an antagonist or villain. And you are you are up first. So when you're picking, tell me what role you're picking them for as well. So that everyone can hear at home. And they can uh, play along as well. So obviously, these have to be actors that are alive. Yeah. Um, well, you could do the CG nod. <laughs> It will be the CGI version if they're not alive. Um. Oh boy. Um. Action movie. Because there's a lot of I'm, hot I'm, action stars right now. There I are listed one. You could be the transporter that flies twenty uh, feet. No, the air. no I want to go. With, okay, so I. I know we talked about this before, uh, but I, mm -hmm. I changed my Marvel thing. I was going to try watching everything to catch up before I watched Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. um, I watched Multiverse of Madness. Was not thrilled. Uh, but one scene that I was excited about mm -hmm. was the, uh, the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. I was super excited about that. Uh, but without giving anything away, my pick would be 
Oh, man. John Krasinski. <laughs> Jim Halpert. <laughs> Jim <laughs> Halpert. Okay. For lead actor. Oh, man. I like it. That's, so, that's my lead. I got two picks, and you kind of caught me off guard. Because <laughs> I thought you were going to go a completely different route. And now I have to kind of decide what I want to do here. <sighs> so, I have... I think I'm going to save my antagonist. Uh, or sorry. Now I'm going to pick my antagonist early on. Uh, my lead actor is going to be one that you're probably going to groan as soon as I say him. <laughs> Cause I, I, I probably would no matter what, just mm -hmm. because. I think this will cover not only action, but I'll get some comedy in here too. He's uh, he's very handsome. The ladies like him. Uh, I'm uh, going with the Merc with the Mouth, Ryan Reynolds, uh, as my lead actor. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's who I've got for my lead. And I think I'm going to go with my villain next and i'm oh. taking another big steal and i'm casting someone that's normally in a hero role okay as the villain i am choosing i would be so mad i'm gonna be so mad if you pick my person because i also was thinking of my villain being someone who's normally in a hero role mm -hmm. so I, i'm interested to hear what you came up with i hope you have your smell still because can you smell what the rock is cooking you dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty. Oh. I'm taking The Rock as my villain slash antagonist. So I've got Ryan Reynolds and I've got oh. The Rock. <laughs> and I've got a very strong action. Slash you already movie. have a strong movie. <laughs> All right. Well. I did have a backup villain. All right. But I do have the next two picks, so I have my supporting actor and I have my villain. Okay. Um Gosh, dang it. This is <laughs> Yeah, this this is where you can go anywhere and you got to think of like who's going to mesh well together. That's just it. Yeah, it's um okay. I'm I'm making a change. Okay. I'm making a change from Oh man. You got Jim Halpert. I, I have Jim Halpert. <laughs> is it is it Michael Scarn? <laughs> is that who is <laughs> I am Oh okay. Okay. For my support, this is so tough. <laughs> well, you get to fill the rest of your cast. I do, I do, but it's where I want to put them. Uh -huh. 
but I'm going to do something that throws a little bit of an Easter egg into the film right away. All right. So I am going with my villain as well. All right. I'm ready. Is going to be Rain Wilson. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, you're going full office on me. Oh, oh yeah. So, so uh, we got to go with Dwight as the villain. Um, have you ever seen any movies with Rain Wilson in it? Rain Wilson is a great actor. Like, I love watching him in films. Um, so I just think he would he would play a very good. I mean, could you imagine? Oh yeah, having an action movie of John Krasinski versus Rain Wilson. I mean, come <laughs> yeah. on, that'd be awesome. No, I'd like it. Um, and then for my supporting actor. I mean, an action movie. Yep. You can actor and actress are synonymous yeah, yep, here. Yep, yep. And I was gonna say you can't have an action movie mm-hmm. without some beautiful leading lady. <laughs> is it Pam? It's not Pam. <laughs> oh, okay. she is very attractive. All right. Is it John's actual wife? No. All right. She's also very attractive, though. As long as it's not Amber Heard, we're good. It's not Amber Heard. Zendaya. Okay. She's... <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the age difference on that? I'm kind of curious now. It, 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 there, there's nothing saying that it has to be a romantic... In, no. I yeah. mean, it could be... Uh, she could be anything. She could be a computer yeah. hacker. She could be whatever. Yeah. Uh, she, she could be someone that John Krasinski's character is trying to save. Like it, it could be mm-hmm. any number of things. But I, when I first heard of Zendaya, I was like, "Wow, this is going to be one of those millennial actresses that." And now I'm just like, "Gosh, put her in everything. Put mm-hmm. her in every movie. Like she is yeah, so good. good." And like her sarcastic <laughs> acting. Yeah. So awesome! Spider-Man. Like her in the Spider-Man movies is so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so Zendaya is my supporting actor. I like it. So you got John Krasinski as your lead actor, Zendaya yep. as your supporting actor, yeah, and Rain Wilson as your antagonist slash villain. Yep, I like it. <laughs> All right. I feel like now I have to make. A poster for it. <laughs> we're, that... gonna, we're gonna go on. To, we're gonna go on Fiverr and and have posters and give oh, them man. our give them our uh, two million dollars in your bank <laughs> on vacation. Be like, just go with it. Just you figure yeah. it out. You figure out what it's gonna be. Yeah, here you go. <clears throat> so I thought about picking a love interest for uh, Ryan Reynolds, but. We're, but you already picked Ryan Reynolds, and so you can't pick him again. Yeah, I can't pick Ryan Reynolds again. Well, what's the uh, that that new movie where he just clones himself? The the buff Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh, free guy. Yeah, free guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, I I can't remember what the buff guy's name was, but that was pretty great. Where he's just carrying the other person around everywhere mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but. I gotta live up 
to our podcast. It wouldn't be an action movie without a buddy. And what better buddy than your dad? So I'm casting a dad for my lead actor. And just I, a dad? Not just a dad. <laughs> We're looking for a dad. There's a lot of good dads out there. Um, there's uh, sh- uh, Sean Bean, who's okay. the, yeah. you know, he he's... Uh, Always stark. Dead. Yeah, he, he's he passes. There's um. I mean, he does have the. There's the, Eugene uh, Levy record. Doesn't doesn't Sean Bean actually have the record for having the most on-screen deaths of any actor? Yeah, I, I believe yeah. he does. And so there's there's another great dad, Eugene Levy. That's an option yep. that you could explore. Jim's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh. I could even go with Michael Scott, or uh, sorry, not Michael Scott, but um, I'm drawing a. He wants to be a dad. Yeah, he wants to be a dad. Nah, he got the snip snap a few many too many times. <laughs> snap snip snap. But I think the best one, and I'm going for an action comedy because I've got Ryan and The Rock. Ryan's dad is being cast by, or as, Danny DeVito. So now I have Danny DeVito running around as Ryan Reynolds' dad fighting The Rock. Oh my gosh. I'd watch it. I would totally watch it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Oh, wow. These, These are movies I would watch. I would watch both of them, too. Uh, well, it, because you know that Ryan Reynolds and The Rock have been in a movie recently together. Yeah, Red Notice. And I have seen, yes, and it is a great film. It is. And Again, the sarcasm between the two. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, I almost yeah, uh, grabbed Kevin Hart. <laughs> 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 I thought about it so hard. Um, but I can't skip my man, Danny DeVito, uh, Frank Reynolds. Frank. Also a dad. Uh, and so, yeah, my lead actor is Ryan Reynolds. My supporting actor is Danny DeVito. And my antagonist slash villain is The Rock. And then I have for my lead, John Krasinski, Jim Halpert. Uh, Zendaya as the supporting actress. And then Rain Wilson as the villain. All right, Hollywood. It's time for you to make some movies. We uh, we'll get we'll get our agents to get the script. This is over the to first you. time where I'm like, <laughs> do you know what? There is like, there is no real winner. Everyone's a winner on this one. Like that, <laughs> that would be two movies I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. And at some point in my film, John Krasinski's character has to put something of Rain Wilson's in Jello. I, he I has would to just anything, anything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> or, it is. What if Rain is the Jelloer, and that's his... yeah, that could be. That could be. It could go the other way. He, you just find people trapped in time in Jello, and he's got to solve the case. Chase <laughs> is on the case. <laughs> Chase is on the case. <laughs> yeah. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, feel free to vote there, and uh, just to make us. A fun little uh, contest. 
Um, whoever, if someone decides to make movie posters for this, uh, the one that we decide is the best one, uh, we'll give it a month's time. Uh, we will feature a question of yours uh, on the show. And if we ever get merch, we'll send you a t-shirt. How's that sound? Yeah, that works. <laughs> so there you have it. If you guys want to make a movie poster, feel free to do that. And uh, as long as we get multiple uh, submissions, we will uh, have a contest there. So with that, thank you for hanging out. You got anything to say, Ryan? Bye. Bye.